Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, guys. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about something that is really important to me and has really changed my life. And that is Jinkum. There's a new way for your kids to get high. They're using raw sewage. I couldn't imagine doing something like that. Sounds pretty sick to me. Honestly, they need to find something better to do with their life. (laughs) Seriously. Something new, something stimulating, something different. There's a lot of people that say it's a hoax or it's not real or it's just made up or whatever. Now let's just get this out of the way first, you know, so you can laugh it all off or whatever, you know. You won't be laughing once you experience what I have and have your life change. But, um, it's human waste. It's, you know, shit. Hey, everybody. Uh, it's Josh. I hope you are having a great week, getting ready for Christmas, getting all your shopping done, and getting, uh, you know, getting in the spirits if you're not there already. Um, it's been a little bit since we've had a Jankum going in, and obviously this is a big, uh, kind of a busy time of the year. I've been uh, loaded up with... Um, Loaded up with work for new uh, next week tonight over on Censored TV. There's three more episodes going up, and I had to kind of cram to get all those done before we have company in town. Obviously, I have to uh, tear down my studio and my spare room um, for company. And uh, so we had a, a big workload that we're just wrapping up here this weekend and getting everything done in time. A um, lot of stuff. So we've got the three final episodes of the year of next week tonight. Um, episode one, uh, what is it? One eleven will come out, uh, tonight, maybe now tomorrow, Saturday, because there's some big stuff happening on censored, which I'll get into in a minute. But, um, that episode will be this weekend. Then Christmas Eve weekend, we have our Christmas spectacular. That'll be up on Friday, the 24th. And then we have our year in review show over on censored TV, uh, which will be on um, Friday, the 31st, New Year's Eve. So that'll be uploaded for that. And you can bring in the new year watching us recount our favorite um, segments from the first season of the show. And I want to be honest with you guys. The show has been um, it's been challenging, but it's been really, really fun. I've had to kind of learn on the fly a lot about filmmaking, editing. I've talked about the editing, uh, you know, ad nauseum. You guys are probably sick of hearing me talk about it now, but uh, I had to learn a lot about editing, shooting, um, you know, 4K, 1080p. I mean, I basically went to YouTube film school um, in in the making of this show. And and it's good because these are a lot of skills, I think, as an independent creator and comedian, you have to have these days or you got to have cash to pay somebody who has these skills. And it seems like every fucking podcast has a producer or something now. And, and so I just had to figure out how to do this stuff myself um, on the fly. And uh, it's been cha- uh, trying, but... I'm really looking forward to jumping into season two next year. We're going to bring, I'm going to bring on some writers, uh, hopefully in a dedicated editor so I can get that off of my plate. Um, and if you're local here in LA and you listen to the show and you, uh, want to jump in and help with some editing or you're an editor, reach out to me, shoot me an email. You can do that through my website at joshdennycomedy.com. Um, what else? Jankum. 
So it's been a little bit since we've had our episodes with Jankum. We did our big episode with Earl Skakel. Um, and then I did my talking shit with fans episode where we kind of addressed some of the stuff that was out there with other podcasts um, and just, you know, kind of got some shit off my chest and buried the, you know, buried that it's, it's kind of done. I'm kind of done talking about uh, those other two shows that were mentioned. And um, of course I, I did it with shitty audio, which is great. And speaking of shitty audio, here we are with this episode of Jankum. So uh, one of the things that one of the ideas I had was that I wanted to do a fan show where fans or trolls uh, can call in and, and talk to me about whatever. So the thing I like about the talking shit bonus show for Jankum is that we can just kind of uh, we ask like guest questions when we have them on. But I just love this concept of the show being about talking shit. And I was like, what kind of podcaster or comedian would I be if I didn't let you guys talk shit to me or with me? So I wanted to do a call in show. The tricky thing is, is, you know, you want to go where you can get new people involved in listening. And so I decided with the new Twitter spaces option on Twitter, and I have a decent sized following on Twitter, that that would be a cool um, way to go about it. Um, and, and the product itself, Twitter spaces product is a little archaic. I mean, it's kind of like old school blog talk radio quality, so it doesn't sound great. Um, but I think we found some workarounds, uh, in the future. This episode is shit. No, I'm kidding. Uh, this episode does not sound tremendous because we literally just imported the recorded audio from Twitter spaces, which is a really tricky thing to do in its own right. So hopefully they open that up and hopefully they add a feature where you, you can actually like call in from your computer or, or, you know, enter the Twitter space from your computer. But what was, what was accomplished in this show that I really, really liked was that it actually was able to put me in touch with some fans and some people that um, are listeners of the podcast or followers of mine on Twitter. Um, and, you know, we're able to just bring in strangers and have these conversations where we talk shit about things. And I really, really enjoyed it. It was great. You know, I, I don't, I can't believe we didn't have a single one of these people that was like a troll that called in to try to talk shit. And, and maybe, you know, this is like the bat signal of by all means, jump in. If you got something witty or funny to say, come follow me on Twitter and jump into one of these spaces. But um, everybody that came in was pretty cool. And you know, what's interesting is we, we just, it's amazing how in this space you can kind of just have people jump in and talk about whatever. And the show can go in whatever direction it wants. And so I think this will be a great, um, bonus feature for uh, people that are fans of the show who want to, um, you know, participate on another level. And so in the meantime, uh, this episode, I'm going to put out everywhere so you guys can all get a taste. I want to wet your beak a little bit. It's like when a drug dealer gives you a free sample, gets you hooked and then jacks the price up uh, to do Twitter spaces um, or to get these Twitter spaces shows, I'm only going to put them on locals so you can participate on them on Twitter. You can get them for free there. If you're a Twitter follower um, and if you're a Jankum listener, um, come over to locals, subscribe to my locals. It's only five bucks a month and you'll get these episodes ad free. Um, I'll put this one out everywhere. You guys will be able to hear it on Spotify, Streamyard, or whatever um, Streamyard, What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Spotify, um, Apple music, Google play, whatever. Um, you'll get this on the regular podcast feed, but I wanted to put this out so that the regular listeners of the podcast who don't necessarily do any of the bonus stuff can hear it and see what it is and hopefully jump on and participate in one of these spaces we do going forward. And, um, and I hope you guys enjoy it. And uh, I hope it's an incentive, a, a nice little fun bonus thing for you to jump on and join locals and locals is the better way to get the podcast. Anyway, 
Um, you can get the, when we do resume full episodes after the holidays, um, you'll get like the full uh, talking shit bonus show video um, on locals. That's only available on locals. And then you'll get the audio of the podcast ad free, uh, completely ad free if you join locals. And then this talking shit bonus show that we're going to do on spaces will only be available on locals. So if you're a local subscriber, you get a lot of bonuses. You get the talking shit bonus show when I have guests on and you get all of the Jankum episodes ad free. And you also get um, this show uh, as well will be a bonus just for locals uh, subscribers. And I'm going to work with uh, the guys at locals to get the RSS feed information. I tell you what, man, with with Ruben moving and the merger with rumble. It's like it's getting very difficult to get help with shit on locals and you know, it, it's frustrating to say the least, but there's a lot of things that uh, were kind of promised on locals for a while that haven't been delivered yet. And it's it's you know, I'm being honest with you guys. It's fucking frustrating. It's frustrating when I ask for things and I don't get it uh, when it's when it comes pertinent to like making this easy for you guys. But obviously I want to get you the RSS feed information so that you can just put this into your podcast uh, app and listen to your locals ad free stuff there without having to open the locals app itself. And maybe that's why they haven't given it to me because they're trying to develop, you know, their site as a social media thing on like Patreon, where it's truly just about the creator, a relationship between the creator and the audience member. Um, locals is a social platform. And so I'm sure they're like, no, no, we want people listening to the podcasts on our app, which is fine. And I get it just not it's not perfect for everybody it's not ideal for everybody and just give us the fucking options like let us decide how we want our users to consume the content and just keep make a superior product if you want everybody um to listen to podcasts and consume all the content on your app make it the best fucking app for all of those things there's your solution but you it's like i hate when people gatekeep and their product isn't all the way ready like have your fucking product perfect and then be like only use our shit but it's like you can't you can't go only use our shit and then half the shit you said you'd have by now is not available. You know, there's supposed to be an Apple TV app six months ago. Where the fuck is that? You know, and, and if, listen, if somebody from locals hears this, reach out to me. I, I, you know, I haven't heard from anybody over there for a while. Give me a fucking call and, you know, I'll tell you exactly. I told you the last time we spoke. This is what we need as creators. Uh, to be able to make good shit and to be able to develop regular usage. You know, I would love for it to, I would love to just put everything on one social platform, but unfortunately that's not the world we live in. And this is this fucking problem with conservatives. I've said this many times is rather than, you know, people band together and just and pool their resources and make the best thing. Everybody's got to make their own thing. You know, Bongino and rumble is probably the only thing that jumped out and became the thing. Rumble is the free speech video platform. And it's and it's still like it's still so fucking raw and underdeveloped as a product. You know? Don't get me wrong, I love making 5 cents a video, but it's like uh you know, you guys got to come to some agreement. You know, there there's getter, there's gab, there's, you know, there's all these fucking products. Everybody wants to make their own. Trump is Trump's got his own social platform coming. You know, it's like everybody's out here trying to win the conservative or the free speech marketplace instead of pulling together and going, let's just have one. Let's have our version of Twitter. 
let's have, and yes, and people go, Josh, are you bitching about capitalism? No, I understand it's capitalism, but like, I don't want to use people go. Why are you still on Twitter? I'll tell you why I'm on Twitter. It's the best. It's the best product. You know, people are like, Josh, you're not on getter as much as you're on Twitter. Yeah, the products. I can't even DM people on getter. There's no DM function, right? How am I supposed to get guests when I can't DM them? You want my feed on getter to just be me adding a bunch of people going, Hey, would love to have you on the show. No, you gotta, it's, if it's a social platform, I have to have the ability to direct message people. Okay. It's the best. It's got the ability to discover content that is content. You're not following very well. That part of local sucks. You have a feed of everyone you follow on a main page. And if you want to interact with their content, you got to click into that community. There's like, it's like you got to open three doors to engage, right? I got to click into their community that I can only see their stuff. And if, by the way, if somebody else is posting and I want to go to their thing, I can't just click their picture and go directly to their profile. It goes, do you want to join the Carlin Borisenko community? It's like, I got to join a community to fucking look at your shit every time. Like if it, if there's a free and open part, that's great. Make the free and open part easy to access. And then the paid content is the paid content. Like eventually, and people are kind of like, Josh, why did you go to Twitter? Uh, why? And I also, you know, I'm doing locals, but I'm also doing uh, Twitter super follows. And people are like, Josh, why you got all these different things? It's like, yeah, because if, if Twitter continues engineering the way that they do and they keep letting me participate, they make the superior platform. If I can start putting out podcasts and everything as paywalled content directly on Twitter, what the fuck do I need any of these other systems for locals, Patreon, whatever I can, I, you know, I'm in, I'm one of the beta testers and maybe the only conservative beta tester for super followers, but super followers has three problems right now in the beta one, the default price is the same for everybody. So I can't raise the price. It's two ninety nine, right? And I would only raise the price if I was able to do the other things that aren't available there yet. Like put a podcast out as paid content only that is somehow stored in Twitter or maybe linked through Twitter, whatever I'll, I'll host it somewhere else. I don't give a shit about that, but you should be, I should be able to make it Twitter specific or kind of make that Twitter like super follower specific content. So then these spaces, I would love to create spaces and then make them only available for super followers to listen to after the space is over. I wouldn't have to do any of this editing. I wouldn't have to do anything. You just go and listen to it if you want. Um, so yeah, those are, those are, those are the only gripes, but yeah, I would love to be able to create all of my paid content in the one place where I have some kind of fan base, you know? So, and it's just, uh, but the censorship, yeah, the censorship over there is a problem and who knows if that's going to get better or worse under the new guy, who knows? Everybody thinks it's going to get worse. I don't know. We'll see, but you know, I, I get equally as frustrated with having to put things in all these different places too. It's a nightmare. It's just like Jesus Christ, dude, how much fucking, how much work am I going to put into just getting stuff in this? And I want to make it, I want to put my energy and time into making things entertaining, not like picking platforms and editing for this and uploading for that and figuring this out. It's like you're learn. I've spent more time learning software than I do making content. How do we take call-ins? How do we do, you know, Oh, Streamyard doesn't have a way to do call-ins, but you could do that on local. You can live stream from locals, but you just can't put it anywhere other than locals. Oh, okay, cool. Right. 
it's just like, you know, so it's like I need to use StreamYard so that I can send my live streams or I want to Rockfin, censored, whatever um, YouTube rumble, all these different places, right? So that I have to have that product for that. But you can't do call-ins on StreamYard. You can, but it's a real pain in the ass. And the idea is, is like, I want to encourage people who might just be randomly listening to jump in and participate. I think that's, it's like, it's like, uh, as a standup, it's like being in the audience and maybe you just start riffing with someone in the crowd and that person might've been kind of into your material or not, but like that interaction that you have with them could be the difference in that person becoming a fan or just moving on with their life and never giving anything you do another listen. So to me, it's like, I love the idea of Twitter spaces because we can just fire it up and people who are randomly flipping through spaces. We had some of that on this episode can jump in and listen and um, or not. You know what I mean? Or not. Uh, but either way, it's like the people who participate are the people you want to. And I do think it's an interesting way, like doing it on Twitter spaces. You know, you are just putting it out into a public forum. People can discover our Twitter space um, better than they can a podcast. And so when people talk about like, how do you acquire a new listenership for Jankum or for any podcast? I look at something like Twitter spaces and go, holy shit, this is fucking great because it's almost like I can just throw my show into the fucking public square and then people who are flipping through spaces who jump in and give us a listen and like it, then they go, oh, who is this guy? Let's find him or who's his guest or who's this? You know, we had a we had a cool. This is like the Josh show. We should call it the Josh show because we had like four Josh's on the show. One of them was a tattooer in uh, in Florida and a dude who um, jumped in our spaces was like just going through spaces and was just like, yeah, man, I want to come in and talk some shit with you guys. So it's like, to me, it's the coolest way to uh, so far that I've discovered the coolest way to just acquire um, podcast listeners and new fans organically. And that's why I love Twitter to begin with is because it's a way of like, I can put jokes out there and then maybe I, I make a joke about a trending topic. And then I, I acquire all these new followers and people who are like, oh, I like what you said about this. So yeah, that's why I'm still on Twitter. And that's why I, th- I love the idea of doing these for spaces. So these will be, I think we're going to try to do them. I'm going to try to do them every Friday uh, night and that might change, but I'm going to try to do them every Friday night um, so that the maximum amount of people can jump in and participate. And uh, yeah, and then we'll record them and we'll put them out on the locals feed uh, when they're done. So uh, if you're not a subscriber already after I just fucking shit on them for 20 minutes, but uh, if you're not a subscriber already, come over, subscribe to my content on locals. Uh, There's a bunch of stuff over there now. Episodes of my old show. Um, You can get uh, all of Jankum on there ad free as well as the bonus show and as well as these uh, talking shit shows going forward. It's five bucks a month. If you want to come over to Twitter and follow me there at Josh Denny, uh, if you're an iOS user, you can be as, Oh, that was the other problem. Only iOS users can super follow at this point. It's like, yeah, that's fucking you're leaving out at least 30% of the populace who use Google phones and Android phones or whatever. So they've got to get that worked out. But, um, but yeah, uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, come over there. And if you're an iOS user, uh, super follow. You throw me two ninety nine a month. You get some exclusive tweets. I have conversation threads in there with super followers that are exclusive, and uh, and yeah, and, and that hopefully will continue to become a more robust uh, product offering. But for now, enjoy this very first episode of Talking Shit with you um, that we did on Twitter Spaces, and I hope you guys like it. Enjoy.
Oh, I almost forgot. Uh, one more thing before we get into this episode. If you are listening to this today, Friday, the 14th of December, it's 14th, right? No, 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 no. 17th. If you're listening to this Friday, the 17th, um, we had a lot of exciting stuff going on at Censored TV today. Uh, there will be a 24-hour sort of marathon show going on. Um, I'll be on with the big boss, Gavin McInnes, at 11 p.m. Eastern time, 8 p.m. Pacific, if you want to jump in and watch. But the show starts at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, if you're not a Censored.TV subscriber, get on over there. Sign up. It's 10 bucks a month. Get over 30 shows of original programming. It's this awesome little free speech network that uh, I say little. It's, it's one of the bigger uh, alternative platforms out there, if not the biggest. But it's not big enough. We want to make this thing huge. So get over there, censored.tv. You get my show next week tonight, uh, which I believe is the only semi-scripted format show over there. You get a lot of great podcasts. You get Atheism is Unstoppable. You get Jim Goad. And, of course, you get the big guy himself, Gavin McGinnis, with his daily show, Get Off My Lawn. You get Compound Plus Censored, which is Gavin and Anthony Cumia together on Wednesdays. Uh, there's just, you know, you got, uh, Soph over there. There's just so many, uh, cool content creators, uh, over at censored.tv, Katie Hopkins, who I, I had the ability to do a live event with this year and had some fun. She's a fucking ball buster, man. Um, but we had a blast at that event. So yeah, get, uh, get over there to censor TV. Uh, if you want, if you're not really sure what it is, this today is a great day to jump in and participate. Uh, jump in, watch the stream live. I'm pretty sure it's open free to the public, so you don't have to be a member yet. But if you really want to get a feel for all the hosts and the content creators, uh, today's episode is a great, uh, or today's marathon show is a great chance to kind of sample everything. It's consider it like a holiday mixer. You get to go in, you get to look at the spread. You got one a little bit of that. I want to try that. I'm interested in that. I've never had that before. What's that like? We put that in my mouth and see how it feels. And you go, oh, that's Jim Go. Delicious. <laughs> so get on over to censor.tv. The fun starts at 6 p.m. Eastern tonight. And uh, now enjoy this episode of Talking Shit with You. Hello. Big spit. How's it going, man? Okie dokie. So, Can you hear me okay? Yeah, we just let this like fill up, I guess. Yeah. We're going. We already got people requesting to speak i'm sure this is going to be exciting <laughs> this is going to be uh, like this is a, want to talk the shit yeah well that's the whole show right talking shit with uh with the fans so did you uh, did you put out a tweet yeah i put one out i put one out like 10 minutes ago i'll do another one join me in my space there we go um, yeah, so anybody, just call it non-safe spaces. <laughs> anybody who's listening to this, uh, so this is a version of Jankum, uh, my podcast Jankum that we're going to start doing on the regular, which is just, um, how do I mute? Yeah. How do I mute people? Lucky land casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. There we go. Well, they can't talk unless they're. Um, yeah, I know. But you have we have you have background noise, so I was trying to get that out. But anyway, uh, this is going to be a, a regular version of this podcast that we do, where where fans can jump in and join via Twitter Spaces. Um, you guys can listen and participate. And, uh, and jump in with any comments on what we're talking about or questions or anything that you have. We'll get to a point of the show where we just open it up and let people start jumping in and participating. And then um, uh, also just want to mention that uh, super followers of mine get priority when they jump in. So if you're a super follower of mine, I'm one of the people lucky enough to be beta testing super followers. Um, you will get priority so you can kind of jump the line if you're a super follower which is exciting. Um, and the super followers for a lot of people, I, I don't think a lot of people really know what that is because it's pretty new, but it's kind of like uh, paywall content, added bonus content for Twitter. Uh, it's Twitter's answer to things like Patreon and locals and OnlyFans, some of these other things where you can kind of subscribe to my Twitter, it's three bucks a month, and then you get different perks and bonuses, which I have pinned in the pinned tweet in my Twitter. You can go check that out. Um, if you're new here and you don't know who I am, I'm Josh Denny. I'm the most canceled comedian on the internet, and I have invited my friend and neighbor, uh, Carl Spitali, who is also a great comedian, to join us for this episode, uh, known as Mr. Big Spit. Carl, what's up? Hey, everybody. Um, what's you happening? had an exciting social media couple of weeks here. You got banned on everything. Yeah, and this is my brand new, brand spanking new Twitter. Again. I know. Now, so. why did you get banned? Were you um, possibly highlighting some human trafficking scandals? What was going on? <laughs> no, I was just, I literally would just uh, talk shit about goofy COVID restrictions and and va- and forced vaxes and passports and shit like that. I, how we couldn't go into the comedy store anymore because it's like vax mandates and shit and um for anybody who didn't know i uh i can't have the vaccine because of my autoimmune disease it's actually one of the side effects from the johnson vax and uh from flu shots it's called guillain barre syndrome and um so i'm very anti this vaccination <laughs> and uh, especially all the mandates so i'll put out a lot of shit but i'll talk shit with it and i'll be like you got to be fucking retarded at this point too <laughs> or i'll be like you have to be a fucking loser too and then i'll repost so i don't know shit gets reported and then like i'll ignore it and they're like are you sure you want to tweet this anyways and i'm like yeah get the fuck leave me alone i think it's i, I think so. it's insane that somebody in your situation who has like a legit medical exemption you can't even openly discuss the fact that you have a legitimate medical exemption without people being like, this is anti-vaccine propaganda. And it's like, yeah, dude, it's, it's, literally a, report my yeah it's like, dude, I, I literally have a real life medical exemption. Um, and it's the same thing with like people who have religious exemptions. They can't even talk about 
their specified religious exemption without people reporting it as, you know, being anti-vaccine propaganda. So it's especially when they'd be like, your religion's made up anyway. Right. So you're going to have, I'd be like, well, that's okay. Well, we're doing that. <laughs> that's where we're at. Now. Well, we're, the, honestly, we're, we're throwing the first amendment out and we're like, that's it. Well, the vaccine mandates have to be the best thing for Scientology recruitment in 30 years because they got a lot of bad press with the documentaries and with like Leah Remini's show. And now uh, because Scientologists don't believe in medicine, I think you just hold the cans and confess your sins. Uh, they're like, <laughs> they're like, I don't know what I honestly don't know what they yeah, believe. Sometimes. So when people are like, well, you need to be, you need to be part of a legitimate religious organization that, you know, that holds beliefs that, that would make you exempt from vaccination. And the Scientologists are like, well, 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 look who comes crawling back. All you need is $25,000 to get you started and we can get you right on board today. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, you could be a super Christian hang out with Joel Osteen and he's just going to hide the money in the walls. Yeah. In the the bathroom walls. Unbelievable. People are like, why would a church do that shit? (laughs) Yeah. And he'd be like, uh, cause he lied in 2019 that he got robbed. Right. And, and, and now that they found it, he's like, oh, praise Jesus. It's a miracle. And he's going to report it stolen again in a week. Lord have mercy. Look at him. Won't he do that, it? Look at that him. Was like, that was like when Creflo Dollar was like, don't the Lord want me to have a $5 million jet? And then he literally took, yes, he, he literally took the magazine with the jet on the cover, like around the pews, like, look at it with the leather trim. That's what the Lord wants me to have. Put your money in a dish. <laughs> now, nah, just put your money right here so we can have this nice F5. Put this money in the dish for the Lord. Mostly me, but some of it's for the Lord. So funny. G6. All right. Who's on here? Let's see who's in here. There's some. Okay. There's a couple of weird beards. Yep. Um, a couple of cat pictures, which I'm assuming is probably a troll that wants to talk. Yeah, we got plenty of them. Jo- Josh Smith is in the list. Josh Smith, feel free to jump in and uh, request if you want to jump on with us. Uh, Josh Smith from the Break the Cycle podcast. Really great podcast. Uh, uh, <laughs> I always... I always fuck this up. He's a member of the Menses Libertarians, right? The, the economic group. <laughs> I know it's Men- Mensa. Yeah, no, it's not Mensa. And it's not Menses. I like the I like to say Menses though because it's uh, it's silly and it, it it's ridiculous. That's obviously not what it is. But um, yeah, it, it, somebody's got a somebody's name is uh, Free Gillane. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> totally. Um, let's see what, that, that that would be somebody that I would bring up <laughs> free delay yeah if that was a, a well pod- when your podcast talking spit gets started we'll bring well you know you can do a Twitter spaces version of it you can bring people in and talk about all kinds of conspiracies uh, probably a, an important thing to announce before we get too far in this episode uh, one of the reasons we wanted to do this tonight with uh, Mr. Big Spit myself Carl uh, we have a sports show that we want people to tune into Tuesday nights only on Rockfin uh, all of our live streams now are exclusively over at Rockfin um, but we do a show called Big Uglies where we talk about the big ugly topics that other sports shows won't like uh, you know racism in the NFL and how it's not nearly what people like Colin Kaepernick would have you believe and um, yeah and some of the we get into sort of some of the conspiracies behind sports we got a juicy episode tomorrow 
where Carl and I are going to debate whether or not certain fights in the UFC have been fixed over the years or, or fighters have taken a dive. <laughs> he does not agree with no, me they're... at all. Oh I think God. I think a couple of prominent champions over the years have taken a dive. No, I just want to know, in the listeners right now, who thinks Amanda Nunes took a save dive it for tomorrow? Weekend. Save it for tomorrow. I think she took a dive, and I will defend my point tomorrow with video examples and illustrations to prove my point. Uh, I will be prepared to have a full-on debate, but tune in tomorrow. It's uh, okay. There's a couple of them. They raise their hands. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Six, Listen, yeah. tomorrow I'm freaking bringing the heat, yeah. bro. This, I'm coming. I'm coming with the heat. Andy is dissing my boy Anderson Silva. The same. Anderson breath. Silva wow. was the first fighter to ever take a dive in the UFC. I stand by that. Um, oh my God! You see what we're going It's going to get in with? tomorrow. We're gonna, we'll get into it tomorrow. We have a whole show for it tomorrow. We'll save the sports stuff for tomorrow. But if you guys want to tune into that show. It's on Rockfin. Uh, you get amazing content on Rockfin. It's all ad-free. It's 10 bucks a month. You get our show. You get hundreds of hours of other shows every week. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's where all of our live streams. And, and going forward, the Jankum live streams will only be on Rockfin. Uh, if you don't want to join Rockfin or don't want to watch live, you can still catch it on the regular podcast feed. And ad-free over on my Locals page. So enough plugs and stuff. Uh, let's, bring in, uh, let's bring in my buddy Josh. Let's bring him in and... Uh, See what's up. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Two Joshes on one podcast. You're muted. Can, can you hear me now? Now I can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm glad. I'm glad I was having a conversation with myself. Uh, two Josh's don't make a right. Uh, yeah, Libertarian is, party uh, menstrual cycle. Uh, yeah, checking yeah, in. What is the name of the economic, the principle? It's I said uh, Menses, obviously. I'm kidding. It's but I always Mises. confuse it with Mises, yes. And yeah. I always confuse it with Meisner, which is a type of acting. Right, right. Mises. Yeah, you can, you can, you can with, tell. Who came up with you that? Can tell what a, you can tell what a dedicated libertarian I am. When I'm like, what's Josh the name of our economic principles? Yeah, no, Mises, Mises is, uh, it's the caucus within the Libertarian Party that was named after Ludwig von Mises, who's like one of the greatest uh, um, Austrian economics philosopher of all time. So, right. uh, yeah, yeah. But menstrual cycle works too, you know? Yeah, well, you know, I mean, we're all, we're all bleeding out somewhere, right? Most of us out of our wallets right now. It's, it might as well yeah. be. That's, can I start now? Can I start a subdivision of the Libertarian Party that is the Menses economic thing, which is essentially Absolutely. how do we but keep everything? How do we keep everything from bleeding out? Because <laughs> there's a listen. There's a Waffle House caucus, dude. You can start nice. a caucus for anything. Yeah, right. how absolutely. Do I, how do I be their? How do I be their primary candidate for president? I would love to be. Am I? Am I just a dumb fuck that doesn't even know what the word caucus means? <laughs> caucus is like. Here, so let me break it down. So there's the party, right? You know, there's there's political parties like like the Republican. I know Trump. there's one in Iowa every year. Like, Are you in Iowa? Do you live in Iowa? Oh, you're talking about you're talking about the caucuses. No, so so a caucus within a party is like a group of people that are like-minded that are trying to pull a party in a certain direction. And so like the Mises caucus or just, or just all the same color. <laughs> right. Yeah. Or all the same color. Yeah. There's like the, the black, black caucus. caucus. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Absolutely. But the Mises caucus, we, we ascribe to, uh, you know, or subscribe to the, uh, Mises, um, principles, which is Austrian economics, decentralization, shit like that. And they're trying to kind of rebrand, rebrand the libertarian party. 
and take it away from what they call the regime libertarians, which are like, you know, they're kind of blue pilled libertarians that really just want to get invited to like the martini parties in, in DC and they're not real libertarians, you know? And so that's what, mm -hmm. that's what's going on. And it's kind of like, there's kind of like a war and a battle going on in the libertarian party right now for the soul of the party. And, um, hopefully, hopefully, uh, you know, is my there, side went down. Is there cheese? I'm sure there's cheese everywhere. There's cheese fucking everywhere, you know? That's my caucus. I'm in the cheese caucus. Cheese caucus. Cheese caucus. I'm the head of the is cheese there, caucus. As long as, like, because we can't let, some, you know, one group of people just have all the cheese. Right, exactly. Carl, I feel like you your phone saying? is, I feel like you're holding your phone in Iowa and you're in Los Angeles. Why are you so quiet? Are you, me? No, no, Carl. Oh, okay, I was going to say, I'm oh, in Iowa, I'm, Matt. I'm on Carl, the... you, Carl, you sound like you're yelling across, the, you sound like you're in my apartment talking to your phone on in your apartment. <laughs> really? I'm, I'm just talking on, uh, headphones oh, should i get like that no 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 you're good it's ones? fine it's fine no we'll 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 fix it in post nice. um so yeah we were talking about we were talking about carl getting kicked off of social media josh you just went through that whole thing right yeah they, they took my twitter account with like twenty thousand followers and and did, wasn't that the one you had just built up wasn't that like your second already no, no, no. I have I the one that I'm that I have now is is like four thousand. But no, it was it was twenty almost twenty thousand. I think I was about a hundred away from twenty thousand. They pulled me for saying the word death. Wow. Yep, that's it. That's all I did. It's unbelievable to me. Yeah, it was a and one obvious, word tweet. And obviously, I called Seth Rogen a fucking uh, condescending loser, and uh, they kind of a week later they were like, nah. They were like, this cannot happen. <laughs> well, I took it. This is what happened. You remember that stupid professor lady man thing that was talking about um, uh, normalizing the term minor attracted person instead of. Yeah, the maps uh, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. All I did was all I did was write in a comment death. That's it. One word. I didn't say anything else. And they pulled my account and will not give it back to me. Yeah. yeah that's, that's well, it also story. it also could be. um <laughs> you know, open to interpretation. Like maybe you just thought it was a really funny thing and you just did the skull emojis, but you well, said, I told, I told Twitter, I said, I was, I was simply discussing capital punishment for those who, uh, uh, you know, abuse children and they didn't, and then, they didn't want yeah, to. Like, yeah, that's what we thought you meant. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I, I reported, I reported Twitter, Twitter to the better business, business bureau in San Francisco. So, Let's see what happens. Nice. I'm sure you. I'm, I'm sure they'll throw yours on the pile with the other fifty thousand people. Exactly. Fuckers. Uh, yeah, that's I, that's one I thing I love. That's one thing I love about people who are politically active. It's like, no, you have to work. You have to work the system. You have to work the steps. And it's like, all right, enjoy that mountain of bureaucracy. Yeah, no, they did respond to me and said that they needed my incident number, and uh, so I did. What happens when you when you um, uh, report it to the Better Business Bureau in San Francisco is they're forced to have an actual human check your case out instead of it just going through the algorithm bots. And so it's worked for some people to get their accounts back, but it hasn't worked for mine yet. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. How How's the show building? Obviously, I, I did your podcast. What was that now? A few months ago, right? Yeah, it's been a, a couple. I had a great time. Months. Yeah, it was a good show, dude. Uh, the show's the show's doing really good. I we kind of had a lull because I I went to I took the kids to Disney World. You know, I have seven kids, and uh, so we all went to Disney World. And I recorded a couple shows, but then didn't really get back into the groove of doing five shows a week. And now we're getting back into doing that here shortly, probably after Christmas. So, um, but it's pretty good. I just uh, they just did like the yearly wrap, and I had uh, 
like 35 countries listening to me. Uh, we just crossed, uh, over a hundred thousand, uh, downloads, uh, pretty, it's good. It's going good, man. I hopefully it just keeps going, you know? That's good. You got any, yeah. you have any bold predictions for uh, where things are going to go in the next few months? I was, I was talking with somebody about this yesterday. I was like, can, have in your lifetime. And I was talking with my mom, who's much older than me, uh, obviously. And uh, I was like, in your lifetime, have you ever seen a president ghost this much? Like just not be in the public eye at all in your <laughs> lifetime. And she was like, no. I can't think, I can't think of a president or even an entire administration who has been out of the public eye this much in, in her lifetime going back to, you know, the fifties. No, I, I mean, I, you know, I wasn't alive in the fifties, obviously the eighties, yeah. I was born in the eighties, but, uh, no, no, I can't. I can't. This guy is, he's a fucking mess. Anybody who, anybody who thinks he's been in his right mind at all for the last year is just wrong. The guys, they're literally, I think we talked about this on the show, Josh, that, um, you know, I worked in skilled nursing homes for a long time on and off. And every night skilled when the, you know, nursing homes, like, like skilled, skilled, at like, yeah, you don't want to be one of those guys who works in the unskilled nursing homes. Yeah, stay away from the unskilled. <laughs> yeah. The unskilled uh, you know, nursing homes are the kind where you get knocked up by a black dude, a black nurse while you're in order or while you're in a coma. Remember that story? Yeah, you, yeah, you got to stay away from the, the unskilled oh nursing homes. You don't want to go there. Hold on. Who has the skills? Geriatric the, woman. the nurses? Like the, the patients have the skills? Like who's the... Is it like Xavier School for Mutants? Like, what do you mean? Yeah, I think, I think that's kind of what it's like. That's where you, it's where you go. It's it's kind of like uh, Hogwarts, I think, where you kind of hone your skills. You know what I mean? Your witchcraft skills. Old fuck wizards, just like <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no. So so I worked at I worked in these skilled nursing homes for a long time, right? And uh, every every evening when the sun starts going down in the memory care units, it's what they call sundowning right so like people with dementia when the sun starts going down they they get kind of crazy and they start like walking around and talking to themselves and like they you know it's everyone else is getting ready to go to bed and they start freaking out and what they do when this happens is they bring out the fucking ice cream cart and they start giving all these people ice cream and this is what they're doing with Joe Biden on national television. You know, the sun starts going down and they're giving, <laughs> giving this guy fucking ice cream cones because they know he's going to start losing his shit. That's because it's called, it's called sundowning. That's what they call it. I love, I love ice cream, man. man you know, come, come on. Dude, I'm telling you, the guy's got dementia and they're, and they're giving him ice cream. So he doesn't sundown on national television, man. That's, what, that's what's going on. It's crazy. See, sundowning, it's crazy sundowning sounds like way cooler sexual thing than what that actually is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's really just freaking out when the sun starts sundown, going down. Because you got dementia. Yeah. Yeah, sundown was really racist, wasn't it? Yeah, like I'm thinking about jumping town? in the car and getting a little sundown action. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah, it's it's wild to me, man. And and you're, we're all watching this shit play out on national TV. And you know, it's it's people are like, oh, look at all this COVID, this COVID regime shit that Joe Biden's do. Joe Biden's not doing any of that shit. It's not it's not him. It's it's the administration. He's not doing shit. The guy doesn't even the guy didn't even read an executive order that he signed the other day. He literally said, "Ah, oh, I'm not going to read this. I'm just going to sign it." Like, you guys just go. To, you guys, you guys just go to the website. It'll tell you what they tell me to do. <laughs> just, the guy, there ain't no of administration it. at all. I mean, the fucking vice president. They got her on busy work doing, like talking about space and a whole bunch of other shit. And she, did you see her trying to fill up the gas? Uh, re, oh uh, yeah, the 
charge her electric car, but tried to fill it up like it was a gas tank. She's like, I don't hear a guzzling sound. How do I know it's working? I'm like, how do you have a job? Yeah. Well, we know how she got her job. <laughs> Dude, it's great. I mean, like, the world of politics is nuts right now. Like, I, I watched this clip that Carl sent me the other day uh, about uh, it was James Corden interviewing Gavin Newsom. And Gavin Newsom is, first of all, this this place is literally looking like RoboCop with like barrel fires around the city and people getting gunned down in front of jewelry stores on Melrose. And and he's on late night talk shows promoting a children's book he wrote about his dyslexia. You can't even make this shit up, dude. Uh, and, and and James Corden's like, you know, I feel like the city I moved into so many years ago doesn't exist anymore. And the crime, hey, you know, like, I feel you. I understand what you're saying. I don't get it. And, and, and I totally understand. And, and, you know, I could quote a bunch of statistics to you. I'm not going to do that, but, but Texas has more violent crime than us. <laughs> yeah. Even James, he, even James Corden was like, but that's what you're doing. That's not an answer. Yeah, like, when when you're so full of shit that you've pushed Corden to a level of anger, exactly. You're, like <laughs> no, nobody when you make the, when you make James Corden look like a journalist, you're, right. you're a piece of shit. Yeah, he's the don't even give me fluff, don't get me started on fucking news, dude. The media. Oh James Jesus, the biggest fluffer in all the media. When he's like, that's not an answer. That's not an answer. <laughs> you just politic me. It's like, yeah, that's it's obvious. You're obviously the biggest piece of shit ever. And you know what's this guy funny is drives in a car with Justin Bieber, lip syncing and shit. <laughs> and he's just like, no, it's a wasteland. You you ruined my like, city, Gavin Newsom. You're like full of shit. Yeah, this the only way that that California's gonna get fixed is if. If uh, James Corden is carjacked at gunpoint during carpool karaoke with, like, Nas. How come nobody is here for Arnold Schwarzenegger, the sequel? Like, Wait, Josh, you're from California, aren't you? Not from, but I live here, yeah. Okay, I'm from, I'm from there. Have you ever in your life seen a case of a politician failing upwards that was worse than Gavin Newsom? No, yes, and Kamala I was... I was t- <laughs> yeah, that's true. I I I was telling I was telling my dad the other day I was like I've never hated a politician as much as I fucking hate this guy like I I would literally run against him out of hatred uh and I just uh, and all my debates would just be like are you fucking retarded (laughs) that would just be my go-to line like do you obviously don't live in this in any of the cities in this state because if you did, you'd look around and go, man, who's running this needs to go. Well, I just don't get it. It's like, like if anybody who spent any significant amount of time in San Francisco prior to Gavin Newsom becoming the mayor of San Francisco and then spent any significant time there since should know that that man needs to be nowhere near power whatsoever. I mean, he destroyed that city. It, it, it was a fun, nice city to hang out in. I mean, it's always had its issues. It's always had its homeless problem, but it is literally, you can't walk five feet without stepping in somebody's human shit on the ground now because yeah, of, well, and it's LA, all because of Newsom. Just like it. Yeah. Well, yeah. I've never, like, I've never, I've never, like, they have, they have $18 minimum wage. Uh, how do we get that? Well, people are going to have to start pooping on the ground. They're like done and done. <laughs> I've never, I've never held a lot of, uh, I've never had a lot of whole, uh, love for LA in general in my entire life, but I, I did enjoy visiting a few times, I guess. But if I'm going, if I'm going to Southern California, I'm going to San Diego, man. Yeah. It's, it's yeah, so funny. Like, better tacos. It's yeah. so funny. I, 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 I 
I was talking to somebody yesterday who's in town visiting. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And they were like, we're staying in Pasadena. What should we do? And I was like, get in a car and drive to Orange County. That's what Kentucky can do. That should be how you spend your days. Get in the car, go to Huntington Beach. Yeah. And, uh, hit up Huntington. Maybe Laguna Beach. Just stay, stay the fuck out of LA. Yeah. They're just like, no, Pasadena seems okay. I go, yeah, you're 30 miles inland from the shit. It should be okay. Yeah. You should be all right. Uh, all right. Well, Joshua, thanks for jumping in, man. It was great. Yeah. Uh, Love you, Devin. Catching up. Yeah. Well, and uh, you, you sent me a DM. I'll, uh, I'll hit you back after this. And we'll yeah. Let, let me know, man. We're going to do, we're going to do a episode of uh, conspiracy couch this week. It's like a special thing we do once a month. And so I would love to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be great. It'll be a good, uh, it'll be a good start. We're going to start having on next week tonight, the show I do for Censor TV. Uh, we're going to start having Carl do a, seg- a segment in uh, season two, which is uh, Conspiracy Carl, where we're actually going to go man on the street style. And Carl's going to interview people about conspiracy theories. Oh, I love it. If they even know about them. And then and then if they don't, we're going to be like, what do you think it is? Like, what do you think that might be? I love it. <laughs> I support yeah. it fully. Yeah. And I'll be I think- in their face and be like, did you hear about this? But like, totally Alex Jones. I bet you didn't know right now that they actually have. <laughs> Lizard people running Hollywood. Did you know that? Yeah. And if <laughs> and if uh, and if it doesn't work, uh, our backup is to just film black people watching street magicians, and that always gets a great reaction. So some of the best reaction vids you can get, man. Oh, uh, it's, it's it it's brings amazing. me so much joy. You know what I mean? Like I I watch all these. I'll be on like Citizen app and and watching all the stuff that's happening in the city and what looking at like street people of Los Angeles. Uh, videos and, and you're like, like somebody oh just God. got shot at the Highland Center and you'd be like damn they must have been watching the street magic again <laughs> yeah well it's like I'll just watch all this violence and shit and you get dejected and then you're like let me just flip over and watch black people reacting to street mm-hmm. magic there's nothing more joyous uh, yeah. than that it Actually, is a beautiful thing. On YouTube, I like watching black people listen to rock music for the first time. Oh, oh my god, it's a, that's an amazing <laughs> that's an amazing that genre. That is my second. That's uh, hilarious. That and is they're my listening to guilty pleasure right there. They're and they're like, listen, Slipknot like, and like System of Down and shit. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, this is amazing. What's amazing to me is I saw this one. It was like, uh, we'll we'll let Josh go, dude. Thanks for jumping in, buddy. Yeah, thanks, uh, thanks, guys. I appreciate you. Have a good one. Yeah. See my you, my my favorite part of that is when it's like when the black dude's like, oh, all right, this is me listening to something for the first time. I can't reveal what it is because it'll spoil what's funny about it. But People are like, all right, this is the very first time I've ever heard this. And it's like a number one song that was all over the radio like 15 years ago. He's like, I ain't never heard of this group. I never listened to this. Uh, this is my first time. I don't really know this genre <laughs> of music. Ladies and gentlemen, this is uh, Lankin Park uh, in the end. And you're just like, how did you not ever hear that song? How did you or, never hear oh, that song? Oh, I think this is the cast that did that shit with Jay-Z. Okay. Yeah. Yes, or exactly. Like, He's like, yeah, oh, I remember this. They just like hit the hit the button and they stop the video <laughs> and they'd be like, hey, this white man can sing. 
Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> like blown away with anybody white with talent. It's amazing to me. It's so hilarious. It's so funny. Yes. Yeah, so those are our two favorite genres of. Um... Does that make <laughs> us racist because because they were sheltered and and just found out about rock and white people? No, it's probably just as funny to them. Was like it's probably hilarious to them uh, when when a white guy's like, "Have you heard of this guy Nays?" It's <laughs> like what nays? I believe that's how you say it. N a n a s nays. I heard him on a song with Buster Rhymes, and I checked out some of his music, and he he's quite good. <laughs> you Buster Bust. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they pronounced the hard R's in in Buster Rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he said, Have you heard of this Buster Buster with the E R? Oh God, it's so offensive. Have you heard of this Buster Rhymes? Oh. <laughs> Get a sir, you need to leave. Take your family and get out of this restaurant. <laughs> uh, all right, we had a couple. We got a couple of dudes in here who've been requested for a while. Should we bring them in, Carl? Yeah, I'm. I'm uh, hoping we get a troll because I, well, I know. I know Jado Mac is a troll, but whoever this Cornelius is has been in for a long time, so we'll let Cornelius in. He might be a troll too. Let's let. Let's bring him in. Cornelius Funk, you are on with uh, the Jankum crew. What's popping? Hello. Hello. Hey. Wow. That's exciting. Sounds I've been like, waiting for a while. Like a, this, I know. Thanks for your patience. Well, you, this is like a, you sound like a talk to text robot. Your voice is so smooth. Oh, wow. I appreciate that. Um, I was just meeting a bunch of popcorn, yeah. so I don't know if that plays into it at all. But uh, Man, I, I was maybe, maybe the it buttered, thing. Maybe That's it buttered up. the vocal cords up real nice. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. Um, yeah. yeah, so I don't have anything to bring to the conversation. I think I requested about 35, 40 minutes ago, and I've been uh, scrolling ever since. Well, there you go. Uh, that's cool. Um, I'm glad you I, I forgot that you can scroll while listening to this shit. That's, that's amazing technology. Yeah, I got caught a little bit off guard, to be honest. Is, was there a question that was posed or anything? I don't know, but you raised your hand to join as a speaker, so we were like, we're, "Come on in, Cornelius." And then uh, yeah, right, we're, just, we're just talking, we're just talking shit with fans, man, and uh, bringing people in and seeing what they got to say. You're eating butter popcorn and you know scrolling. Mm. Sounds like a pretty sounds like a pretty normal Monday. Yeah, definitely watch the uh, Arizona Cardinals and LA Rams play, and um, I think I'm about to call it pretty soon, but uh, it's been a good Monday night for sure. I heard you guys got a uh, sports show coming up, so I may have to tune in yeah, for that. It's we're my good. first time listening. Tomorrow, so. tomorrow night, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that because the Rams are now dominating. They're what nine and four now, right? Yeah, magic. It's it's just the magic of Matt Stafford with an actual team around him. Amazing, right? And, and I you, see. Is, we'll talk about that though because he's going to choke, and they they're not talking about that on the ESPN or none of this shit. They're praising him. They're kissing his ass. I'm telling you, he's going to choke right now. He'll as long as he doesn't choke game. until the as long as he doesn't choke until fantasy football is over, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I need him to I need him to play good through week uh, eighteen. I don't care about the postseason at all. There's no postseason fantasy playoffs. So yeah, they added that that whole another uh, game, the whole extra week. It's gonna be a big deal. We'll see how it plays out. Yeah. All right. I now, are you really a fan, might. Cornelius? Are you a fan of either of those teams, or did you just watch it because it's a Monday night game? Not at all, no, but I had some big fantasy implications. I know uh, I got two leagues, and both are going to the playoffs next week. So, Is your name really Cornelius? 
No, my name is Connor, and uh, mm. this is my burner I made recently after getting suspended from Twitter. So, so you oh, got suspended you're, from you're Twitter. You're in the right place, Here Connor. we go. You're welcome. Yeah, I said retard one too many times, I think. That's what it is, bro. And they're trying to take that word away from us, and it's bullshit. Because if I say retard, like I've said it in shows, and people have come up to me after a show, and they say, uh, you know, you really shouldn't say the, that R word. I said, what word? They said, uh, retarded. And I said, why? He's like, well, I work with special needs kids. And it's, uh, I was like, well, let me stop you right there. Um, if I say retarded, and you think about the special needs kids that you work with, you call them retarded. Yeah, because that's a fun. It's a fun game to play. Do the same thing with the N word. I go if I say the N word and you respond to it, uh, that means you you identify. Yeah, you under you get it. But but like I I I just don't don't understand how they're trying to like. And this is this is just like an app saying like you can't say this on an app with a with your fucking fake name with a fucking. There's people with the cat pictures and anime picture profile pictures and shit let's say some wild shit what i think carl is carl what i think is funnier than than somebody coming up to you after the show and being like you can't say that is i want to stand next to you after a show when you say it and look at how many people hesitate to come up to you because they're like maybe he (laughs) is allowed to say it <laughs> yeah, I wonder I, how many people are like. I think is somebody, he allowed somebody to somebody say, told me that about about my privilege. Six foot eight. He's, yeah, is it? Uh, they're like, is he? He could be like one of those of mice and men giants. So maybe he can say it. Maybe it's his word, and it's not our. You know, place there's there's that one. There's like kids with Down syndrome. Then you knew the one kid was kind of maybe he was autistic. But there was always that one type of retard that we didn't know what it was, but it was in everybody's school. And they have like a unibrow, and they cut you. Like, is this kid Romanian? But you know that type of retardation. We don't even know right. what the name of it was. I'm pretty Huge sure that's too. why. That's <laughs> <laughs> why. Why would you know? Is that is that a trivia? Like tard dick? They just have like big fucking tard cocks. In my experience, sh- in your, your experience. experience. What's your? Experience, yeah, in the locker room. Carter? There's a kid in the uh, locker room. Yeah, because they, oh, they pulled their what, pants. What their sport? Ankles. Wait, what sport <laughs> were you in where they had retarded <laughs> kids on the team? <laughs> well, I guess what you know what I'm using computer programming. Was, what the fuck? <laughs> it was Asper or something. I mean, he was functional uh, and it was lacrosse. Oh, well, mm-hmm. so he was like one of the real strong ones. Well, I seen one kid with Downs lift a vending machine because he dropped a quarter under it. So, like they they don't really know their own strength. Carl, you don't have to brag about being able to see your reflection in the vending machine. Okay, we get it. You're impressive. <laughs> hey! <laughs> I just think, uh, why are they trying to ban the word retard and retardation when they should just change the words of some of these labels? Like Down syndrome sounds pretty negative. If they should be more upbeat and call it like up syndrome. I agree. I, I've noticed a lot of the people that are trying to take it away usually are those things in a way. Like they work the hardest and then you can't say it to them because they're working so hard to take it away. But it's like, you know, there's an incentive Retards. for them. Mm. I'm thinking of the F word, honestly. Like, are you talking about but, the word faggot? Yeah, yeah. All you right. want to use it, but you can't. And the people working so hard to not let you use it don't want you to use it because they are that and it hurts them. 
Yeah, yeah. We, which is weird because, like, I mean, Louis had that joke years ago where he was like, nobody knew. We didn't know it meant gay, you know? Like, we didn't even know anybody did that back then. Like, we, you were being a faggot. You got called a faggot because you were being a faggot. <laughs> well, that's why I always laugh when – that's why I always laugh when, when – I'll, I'll, so, like, I'll go on people's podcasts and talk about the N-word because of my comparison to it three years ago on Twitter that got everybody in a fit. But – um. You know, people go, well, you just don't understand what that's like because there's no word like that in white culture. And I go, yeah, it is. It's faggot. Like, that's the word that white guys have been calling other white guys for a hundred years. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Yeah. Uh, and so, it, you know, it's, it's just amazing to me that people think that that you know that I think that word stopped being about gay people in the 30s. Well, I'll tell I'll tell you why it stopped being about gay people. It's just that they they hijacked the word gay anyway. But that's because we had to put a label on homosexual men and differentiate them between homosexual women as a society. I don't know why we did that, but we did. And the reason we and did isn't it, it funny because, we took a word that means happy and ascribed it to the men. And, right. Uh, this is why. And I, I, because <laughs> if, if you if you look at and break down what it is, two homosexual men together, not dealing with women ever, are happy. And, so, yeah. so fucking happy. They're two gay, incomes? Right? How great. Yeah. Two incomes. Now, how, how happy now, would you be if you had that? Two homosexual women together, right? They are so far from happy. We had to invent a word to describe them lesbian <laughs> uh and that's and, that, and maybe that's that and maybe it came the from the, maybe it was derived from less being capable of having a good time uh, <laughs> so i think that's right it came from something like that uh they're just less being capable of enjoying themselves uh so yeah uh, Yo, honestly, so jado mac nice. just left which i'm assuming after a lesbian thing so they're a lesbian <laughs> oh, maybe. Or they just don't think they're going to get in. Um, but yeah, it's just, we're going to give people time to talk. We just got to, uh, you know, we gotta, we're got we going through in the order in which the requests were received. Uh, did this um, guy request the one with the Ron Paul picture? That guy seems like cool. Where I can't see Ron seems Paul. Seems Dustin. No. Uh, no, no, he has not requested. Oh, Jado Mac is back. Let's talk to this troll. I know they're a troll. Yeah, I can't even see them on my thing. I see a couple other people, but he's not requested. Uh, I run, uh, what is his name? I run the zoo on Mulberry Street. Dad Tattooer, small business owner in the state of Florida. He was one of the first to uh, request to speak in this earlier. We'll bring him in. Uh, what's up, dude? I run... Are you a tattoo artist? Yeah, well, apparently he's tattooing where, right now. Yeah, not able to yeah, speak. Sorry about that. There you go. What's up, buddy? <laughs> yeah, this is the first time I've ever been Florida. on this, this live thing. Oh, you've never, you've never jumped No, in. huh? I've never even opened it, honestly. I saw your request, so it's just 
happened to be scrolling through the Twitterverse and saw you pop up. I'm going to call you well, well, Tattoos by Josh. I am another Josh. Josh. Oh, look at that. Tattoos by Josh. Yeah. Nice. And where are you yep. in Florida? I'm in Gainesville. Gainesville. Yeah, it's about the bluest fucking head. city in the entire state. Gator country. Yeah, it is. Isn't it weird how, like, there, there are those university uh, pussy pockets in, like, Florida and Alabama? It's oh, like, it's ridiculous. You get on campus at some of these schools, and you're like, where am I? Massachusetts? What's going on? That's all my clients. It's like San- the San Francisco of Florida. No, I swear to God, they yeah. Take- let's not get. Let's not go that far. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, well, yeah, I guess nothing. Yeah. Yeah. There's still, in, in inches, there's still in people inches, driving how much- airboats to fucking work there. That's <laughs> not. Yeah. I was gonna say, fucking- let's compare them. How many inches of shit fell over the last twenty four hours in the forecast? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't know. I mean, I I was born and raised down in Las Vegas. I've only been here about ten years, and from what I hear from all my buddies back there, they're all having to close their shops and shit because it's turning into L.A. out there. So 10 years ago in Vegas, were you tattooing out there at that time? Yeah, yeah. I had a couple of shops. I had one in the Riviera and one in the Sahara Hotel. Oh, so that was like in the heart of the, uh, like when uh, Hart and Huntington Tattoo was, was yeah. big and they had their show. Yeah, I assume you opened those shops around like when the tattoo competition shows really hit their, their, their peak. I was actually booked for the very first competition show and then uh, I got cheated on by my wife and moved out here <laughs> and uh, turned it down. Oh, nice. Yeah, it was a, it, what was it, a Best Ink. It was actually only on for like a season on Oxygen and then it got canceled. So, mm. uh, when that was that before, um, was that before Ink, uh, Masters? Ink Master? Yeah, it, it got canceled because yeah. of Ink Masters. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, from that what I hear, sense. you know, but from also from what I hear, I dodge a bullet too. Yeah, dude. Do you want to be the guy who was on the only season of a tattoo show on <laughs> Oxygen? I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't want to be on any season of any tattoo show, man. One of my good buddies, Clean Rock, he's on uh, Ink Master. A lot of guys know him. Oh, you know Clean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, yeah. I actually almost hired him <laughs> back when I had the Riviera shop, but he, uh, I saw him at a Tampa convention and he was literally sitting in just like a 10 by 10 booth with two fold-out chairs and an armrest working on a dude's hand with, like, one poster on the wall. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what's up, man? You know, like, everybody else got nice booths and shit. He's like, I was like, how's that uh, Ink Master money treating you? He's like, it'd be nice if I ever got it, you know? He's telling me how all the fucking cameramen make more than the artists, and he's required to go to all these fucking conventions everywhere and pay his way and shit. So it's just a bunch of horse shit. Like, it's all fake. Yeah, there's... There's a lot of stuff behind that reality TV world that people don't understand. And, you know, and I, I've tried to reveal a little bit of it uh, yeah. in my experience with doing the Food Network show and stuff, but it's nowhere near. And I, and I hope people understand this. The abuse, like I, mine was a dream compared to some of the abuses that these people go through on these networks, most profitable shows. So like shows like Ink Master, people don't realize like the, the prize is in some cases the only money these people have the potential to earn on the show. And so well, and they're making well, more money at home. Like, you know, like I was yeah. just real quick, you know, like they, they uh, were promising me 60 bucks a day. Right. Which was shit. I mean, I was making a good five, 600 bucks at very minimum. with just working myself, you know? Yeah. And this and then was for the oxygen have 24 show, right? Order. Yeah. Yeah. And that was just for yeah. that. I mean, obviously I'm sure it's gone up a little bit, but then, on top of that, they had, and this was before, you know, the actual FaceTime turned into a thing and probably got copyrighted, but they had what they called FaceTime. And it was like every minute you got on screen, which was like 
it could be cumulative or whatever to where you could have like a full minute here and there but every minute you got paid so much money and it was like 10 bucks or some shit so that's why that's how they get people to act like idiots you know that's how they get everybody to act like retards on tv (laughs) right yeah well because they're incentivized if the more minutes the more money they make you got it it's such a joke because like yeah i mean you know when i tell people what i made on my show People are like, oh, that's decent money. It's like, yeah, but when you think about mm-hmm. it, like, I'm only making 500 bucks a day more than the camera guy. And mm-hmm. by the way, if the camera guy is renting his equipment to the production, which most of the time they are, we're making most the, of the same, time they are, is what I heard. Yeah, we're making the same money. So it's yeah. like, dude, you know, the guy there's only one the person camera, making money, and it's yeah. the, you know, the production. That's it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, these producers which is, I mean, are not entertainment. You know, I mean, I, I was trying to do it just for the uh, exposure. I think just like right. anybody else, but. Fuck, man. Once you're owned, you're owned, dude. Like, that contract was literally the size of war and peace, you know? Well, and that's the thing is, like, we went we went ham on my contract for my show to make sure none of that stuff was in there. And I even remember my lawyer, uh, my entertainment lawyer is a guy at a firm here in L.A. called Morris Yorn. They're a pretty big firm. And my agent reps, like Jeff Dunham, and or not agent, but my, my lawyer does the contracts for Jeff Dunham and he does the contracts for all the workaholics guys and a bunch of other people. And he was like, dude, he goes, this is crazy, but they, um, we, we had to really fight them over money, but he's like, they're not fighting for any ownership over anything you do outside of this. He's like, so the only stuff they want to have control over is, um, what anything you do in the food space. So they're like, you, you could do, they're like, what's interesting is, if you, like you could cookbook, do another show on another well, network. Yeah. So they were like, if you Holy did a cookbook, shit. if I did a cookbook, they would have had to have a piece of it. But if I did a travel book, they would not have had any ownership over that whatsoever. And he goes, it's just so weird that they're like, let they're letting go of that stuff. And they did it because I had a food centric podcast that started the whole thing. And so well, I was and you're a badass there. lawyer. <laughs> Well, yeah, and I was like, they're never going to. I was like, they're never going to own a piece of my podcast. I will never give a piece of, even if my podcasts have five listeners, uh, which right. some of them have in their inception in the early days. But I was like, I would never give up permanent ownership in any piece of any podcast. And so it was weird because, like, the way he wrote up the contract, he's like, well, we'll make it so they don't have any ownership in anything outside of the show. And the only thing they went in and corrected was stuff in the food space. So I couldn't do another food show on another network. But I could have done a stand-up show. I could have done, and that was the other thing we fought for. Was like, well, they're not going to yay or nay whether or not I go do stand-up. Like, if I get a chance to do, like, let's say, Last Comic Standing or something, they're not going to mm-hmm. have a say in that. That has nothing to do with Food Network. So um, we pushed back that's against wild, those man. things, and that, but they left a lot of stuff on the table. But so that's my advice to anybody. Even if you're getting picked for a reality competition show, go get an entertainment lawyer. Because what what could happen is, Last Comic Standing is a great example. Uh, American Idol is a great example. If you do an original song on one of those shows, they own that. It's song. theirs. Yeah, they own I'll it. tell you. Yeah. You know what the executive producer told me? Like she said, I, you know, because we're a bunch of idiot tattoo artists. Half of us didn't have lawyers. I lawyered up, but you know, half of us didn't. And she said, basically, here's how the contract goes: if is you're under the control of Clear Channel or whatever, you know what I mean? Like you're under right. the control of this parent company. She said, if your house burns down and the news comes and they want to do an interview, you can't do that interview without written permission. And we're all like, okay, sounds good. Fucking sign us up. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. And that ran until the last rerun on the last network that picked it up. Right. 
Yeah, it's it's kind of wild, you know, the degree to which they will they will contract fuck you. Oh my uh, god! Even if you're nobody and you have nothing, and 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 when oh, you yeah. realize, no, that's what they want. That's what they're looking for because they yeah. want to turn you into someone that they can say, "Hey, you're nothing without us." You know? Yeah, that's because that's because they don't know how to create anything. Mm-hmm. The only thing they know how to do is pimp out shit. Oh, you so, like, goddamn! You're lying. So that's why the networks like Comedy Central, all these things, they're, they're especially all, all these cable ones are failing. They're yeah. like literally by the month. And I mean, you think, you think like money. people like Dave Chappelle kind of bringing light to that though, to just the common people like me. But like, when he told him, kind of like, he didn't get when now Dave flexed his power in a way that um, I don't think know, people some, can because they ain't got the power. Disagree with what he did. Um, you know, he basically bitched about the thing. Like it was a Scotty Pippen deal. He signed a deal. You know, he knew what he was signing. Like you said, he could have lawyered up, but since he didn't, he signed a bad deal. And they owned the shit. But then when he was super big and super famous, he told all, everybody, hey, don't watch that shit and leveraged it. And they basically gave him the rights to his show back. Right. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And. Yeah, but I mean, gangs, how many people can get that? Move. Right, but nobody. Nobody else is going to do that or wield that no. power. I mean, uh, are, well, are you saying there was so, a lot of comics that were pissed about that? Well, there was a couple of comics. And I mean, bigger comics that were like, you signed a deal. You, you know, like to go yeah. back years later and be like, yo, I, you know, I, I signed that deal. But, you know, just don't watch that shit. If you love me and you like anything I do, don't watch it. Yeah, there's no one holding it up your head. Yeah, it was. Just yeah, like, but you got to realize though, too, Carl, is that a lot of the comics that were like, "Oh, so you signed a bad deal, tough shit." A lot of the ones who said that also produce, if you noticed, right? So they're on the other end of those "fuck you over" type of uh, deals. Yeah. And and the yeah, other thing is, but I the mean, coming from Chappelle a perspective thing, of of like, I, that's why I said Scotty Pippen, because Scotty Pippen signed a deal where everybody was like, "Why would you take that deal and then sign it for ten years and then have you locked in?" That's a bad deal. And everybody asked Scotty Pippen, and he's like, well, you know, I just wanted to make sure I had money now and then secure it and, and make sure I had. And, and people were like, yeah, but it was stupid. But he owned it. And it was just like, you know, everybody was like, oh, that's a, that's a Scotty Pippen deal. But at the end of the day, like, these are adults signing deals. That's true. I mean, like, even in my these divorce, not- man, like, you got to get a lawyer. If there's any contracts, dude, they'll, like, you know, they're going to try to weasel like, everything they like, can with the legalese. Yeah, and I don't feel bad for nobody, especially with like something you created, right? Like to to be like, ah, eh. like when y'all talking about like the reality show and shit like that, like it's a little weird, but you would still, you know, maybe hey, this contract's kind of big. Maybe I should have a lawyer look at it anyways. And even if they say the consultation's free, just have them look at it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. But the but other big thing, the big thing with show- the Anything that you're trying to sell to a network, anything you're shopping around. Yeah, you already been in the business. Like, you already seen contracts. Yeah, you have to. These motherfuckers will fuck their, like, fuck over their own families to get ahead in this business. What do you think they'll do to some nobody? 
they'll take your show and and then like you said ink masters came on and they canceled that other show because they're like why should we even bother look they have a hit yeah. show and and then there's like you know some other network goes no we'll compete and they make a shitty knockoff show and like all these yeah it's all it's all just rage it's all pimping though there's not not one of them that created nothing no. two other shows <laughs> are just knockoffs of the other show that's because why I like somebody YouTube, came though, to them because and they bought out. it for cheap. And so what CBS, Viacom, uh, what they do, right, is they buy and purchase and sell formats, right, all over the world. Like huh. I know because because my, my buddy's wife is a, a VP at CBS International. That's what she does. So like you you know why we have you'll see like uh the ten thousand dollar pyramid and all these other game shows that were around in the seventies and now they just kind of reboot them every once in a while. Yeah. Because if they just bring it on air for that one season, they renew the license of having it for another 30 years. Oh, no shit. So that's all they're so doing. So they sell those formats all over the world of these game shows and shit like that. And that's how <laughs> they just keep making money. They're just pimps, dude. They're they like, like the same yeah. shit over and over and over again. That's- well, and I think the Chappelle one, uh, just to jump in there, I think the Chappelle one was big because a lot of people did not think that uh, a lot of people thought he was big enough for that to not have happened. But the other thing, too, Carl, I want you to talk about is um, the technology changing. So, like, obviously, no contract he wrote, you know, in 2003 had anything in it about streaming rights. And then so, you know, you obviously got to um, you obviously have to, like, redo the deal or come up with a new deal. You can't just when there's these new channels of opportunity that open up, you can't just go, oh, you yeah, know, our, our contract from 18 years ago includes that too and you saw it happen with uh, scarlett johansson and um and uh the chick from ms emma stone from cruella they both went to disney and said uh yeah you didn't you didn't say you were going to do same day streaming releases you're fucking up the box office and i only have points on the box office yeah that's true i mean i, I like i was saying about youtube nobody ever kind of knew that was coming up either and now it's kind of getting exposed you know what i mean and people are getting kind of faint or I don't want to say famous, but they're getting recognized on other well, platforms. Well, right, like, right. like you said, the, the, I mean, the studios, they'll, re- they'll replace somebody before you even know it. What's her name? Uh, Latita, Wright From, from black. Leticia? Event- Le- Do you say Latita? <laughs> I said, Let- isn't it Latita? Isn't it? No, it's, it's a, it's H? Le- no, Leticia. Right, Laquanda. All right. So her, <laughs> yeah. the girl from black Panther, she's refused the vax. And, they, and now they're literally replacing her on the production and 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 changing the plot of the. And they've already spent you know thirty million dollars on a movie. Dude, they're so se- they're seventy percent of the way through principal photography. Yeah, so it's a hundred million dollar movie. So they spent like probably twenty five million dollars already. God damn! And they're going to change vast. the plot and change that because she doesn't want to participate. Well, that's what I mean. Like, so what do they think your fuck ass show is yeah. not expendable or like how? And and the reason that people hate Joe Rogan or Tim Dillon and all, and I hope they get every fucking cent all the time. I, I'm like, yeah, I hope they sell out Madison Square Garden. Is because nobody can take their their audience away from them. They didn't yeah. have the gatekeepers. They don't have this network. They built that shit. So these people are so mad. They're like, why did Spotify give this guy a hundred million dollars? Because you can't replicate what he's got. That's why. That's right. what value is. Like, I don't think people like, realize what a hundred million dollars is either. 
Yeah, dude. It's, Jesus and, and, they, and they think they're like entitled to that. Right. Yeah, we brought like, you up. Like, we made you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tattoo or Josh, before, we, before you get out of here, man, plug your shop. Where can people come get work done or where can they see your work? Yeah, for sure. If it wasn't too uh, offensive, man, if I didn't take up too much time, it's a uh, Valkyrie no, statue. <laughs> and you can go to valstatue.com. It'll just take you to Facebook right now, but um, we're just working on a new site. Well, there you go. Well, listen, right man. On, I appreciate it, and, guys. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for jumping in. Are you in a Gator this. fan? No, Not at all. Gator no. fan. So, uh, root for the Miami Hurricanes, man. That's <laughs> you and your cu- Miami Hurricanes, man. I'll tell you. I tell you what, man. <laughs> man, you got I tell you what, man. Just don't write it down, man. All right, let's uh, let's see. We got a couple other dudes in here. Let's bring them in. Let me see who this is. Taxpaying American. That sounds. It sounds good. We're gonna bring it. His his at on Twitter is at Paying American. So if this guy comes on and says some really cool shit, you can go follow him. Or if he comes on and sucks, you can go tell him. Uh, we'll bring him in here right now as a speaker. I there am a real American. Taxpaying American. Wouldn't it be funny if he was not taxpaying at all? Oh, no. I pay a lot of taxes. Hilarious. Do you? Okay, I pay okay. all, he pays all the taxes. <laughs> he, pays, he pays yours too, Carl? Uh, he got I, to. He said, I, I didn't get stimulus during the COVID thing. I pay that much taxes, so. Ooh, you a bad Ooh. bitch. <laughs> I, got, He's like, I don't even fucking qualify. <laughs> I didn't. But that's not because I don't have that much money, man. I'll tell you, between the government and child support, you, you know, I'm a poor, I'm a, I'm a pauper. But, uh, oh, that'll do it. The child support, they'll get you. Yeah, especially in the Bay Area, man. It's crazy. Oh, my God. So you're literally getting extorted by Gavin Newsom in the system. Yeah, it's a judge that I'm getting extorted by, but he's you know, under Gavin Newsom, he's a Democrat and a Democrat in town. So for sure. That's absolutely brutal. But, uh, American child support system is a crazy thing. Yeah. That's why they didn't get Wesley Snipes all those years. He didn't know any money on no kids. So he just skated by for like 20 years and like, you've been paying your taxes. He's like, what the fuck are taxes? Let it let him be a thousand dollars behind on child support. They would have put him in prison for twenty five years. Oh, it's crazy! They'll take your fishing license, your fucking your your license to drive a vehicle. Everything they just they'll get you immediately. Yeah, you're like, how am I supposed to go get what? new pussy without my fishing license, dog? <laughs> how you want me to be a good dad without teaching him how to fish or drive a car? Right. Yeah, did you? Yeah, did you ever know? Yeah, you ever you, you ever heard the expression "teach your son to fish" or "feed your son a fish early today, teach him to fish." You don't got to be his dad anymore. You never heard that expression? <laughs> well, <I love laughs> Your job here job. is done. They're worth it, but uh, it's just part of life. <clears throat> but uh, I do have a funny story that kind of ties it all together. Everything you mentioned almost. Okay, so my sister, who was the field producer for the TV show Inked, uh, got me a job when I was 23 working on Big Brother as a production assistant, which is run by CBS Studios. Nice. Um, and I worked as a production assistant. So half the time I would spend, I do like setting up the games and stuff in the back. And then, um, the other time I'd have to go get cupcakes for the executives who never wanted to eat a cupcake from the same place twice, which is crazy, but that's the CBS execs. Um, the guy that won that season that I worked on or one of the, that I worked on like one and a half seasons or two, two seasons total, two half seasons. I think I don't remember, but, uh, the guy that won it was like a, a, a disabled children's teacher who, He's like, I think he said something along the lines like, oh, I love those little retards or something. <clears throat> so luckily, 
he but he got basically his job taken away from him as a teacher outside of the show because he said something stupid on the show. What what year was this? Uh it was like thirteen or fourteen, season thirteen, I think. No, like so two thousand thirteen? No, no, the year would have been I was twenty three, so thirteen years ago. Uh but okay, like two thousand nine. Yeah, two thousand eight. Oh wow. So this is yeah, so this is like pre cancel culture as a real thing. Yeah, but he said something about That's why I asked that. I was trying to gauge the climate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I, I just he, he he was on TV. Like you have to realize you're on TV and you don't say well, retard's been a sensitive word for a long period of time. And I totally agree with the up yeah. up syndrome versus down syndrome because they always brighten up a room personally, I think, but uh, yeah, I'll tell I'll tell my favorite Down syndrome story. I told it on uh, Nikki Glazer's show, and it never aired, probably because it was super offensive. But when you're done, when you're done with your story, I'll tell I'll tell that story to wrap this. Well, up. that's so it, that's about it. That's how it all together. Other than that, uh, oh, that's uh, all. Joe Biden, I hate Joe Gavin Newsom. He's the worst person in the world. I agree, boy. It's nice. To, it's just so nice to hear. How, it's amazing, though, how many people. Um, we had a chance to recall him. And they yeah, didn't. it's just amazing. I've never heard anyone say anything nice about this guy, and yet somehow he won 70% of the vote. It's so amazing to me. It's almost like, you know, it's not on the up and up, as some yeah. would say. It, it, you would think it's not, the thing that got me was Orange County going over 50% for him. Like, I didn't think that that. No uh, way. Yeah, There's no was, way. There's no way. He didn't that even he didn't up. even go down there on his little campaign to like to to fight the the recall. Uh, and he and I think at times he said like yeah, the Orange County's all Nazis and white supremacist Trump mm-hmm. supporters. Yeah, and there was like, people that reported that they went to go vote in that in Orange County. They went to go vote and they were already voted, so they couldn't vote. So like, just yeah, vote. it's it's pretty wild. I'll ask you as a tax paying American: Do you think our elections have integrity, or do you do you have your suspicions? Uh, anyone, any election that won't allow you to see the ballots is not, does not have integrity. That's good. It's well said. It's well said. Uh, thanks for jumping in and joining us, man. Integrity. Integrity. You got it. We got one other we'll bring in here before the end. I do want to tell this story before we get out of here. So I did, uh, Carl, I don't know if I ever told you this, but I did, uh, a segment when, so when Nikki Glaser's show, not safe premiered on comedy central, uh, she put the feelers out for any comedians that were Uber drivers or rideshare drivers to come and tell like crazy stories. And so because one of our mutual friends knew that I was like one of the first Uber drivers in LA, uh, this, and this is probably around that time, like 2014, maybe 2015, um, where they had, they had me, um, come in and do it. So the way they did it was she got in my car, like a passenger, and then they GoPro the car up and we drove around. We literally drove around a studio lot, for like 20 minutes while I told her this story and I told her a story about a time. I think you did tell me this. Yeah. And so I told her a story about, uh, there's a real, there's a real story when people go, what's the craziest Uber story you have from when you were driving? I, I always tell them, uh, it was the night I picked up a kid with down syndrome and took him to a prostitute. And so like, I picked this kid up and he was like RJ MIDI levels. So I don't know what that is on a scale of one to 10. It's like a four. A one to tart. It's a lot. <laughs> I don't know where it falls on the RJ scale, but he was like a four. Um, we call it mid to high functioning, I guess. But we're taking him and he's like, he's panicked about getting to an ATM. He's like, I got to get into an ATM. I, I got to get into an ATM. Uh, I got to get this money. And I was like, are you okay? I thought somebody was like shaking this kid down because he's like, and I need one. I need one that where I can get it without a limit. So we go up and he gets, he pulls out like what looks like a G uh, in hundreds out of this thing. I'm like, I'm watching it shoot out. You know, we're at a gas station in Hollywood at like three in the morning 
And I'm like, this, somebody's shaking this kid down. So he gets in the car and I go like, Hey man, are you okay? Like, that's a lot of money to be walking around with in the middle of the night. Is everything all right? And, um, he's like, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm just going to see my girlfriend. And I go, your girlfriend. And I was like, God, these gold diggers. They know no bounds. You go, yeah, my girl, she's, you know, she's my special girlfriend. And he's just started to feel like that butters raisins episode of South Park. And I go, girlfriend. He goes, yeah. He goes, she, she's a working girl. You know, the way I look at it is I could take girls out to nice dinners and spend a lot of money and maybe get laid. Or I can just go see my favorite girl here in East Hollywood and, and definitely, definitely get laid. Get laid. Yeah, and <laughs> definitely get laid. And I was like, listen, man, don't ever let anybody tell you you're fucking retarded. You're the smartest guy I've ever met in my life. <laughs> what it is is his condition, <laughs> his condition allowed him to never feel shame, which to me is a classic example of what I like to call up syndrome. Yeah, <laughs> and dude, she was—you know—she was dying. I could hear the the <laughs> crew was following the car around with a van, and we had IFBs in in ear monitors with the producers. And dude, they were laughing so hard, our mics were picking up them laughing in the van behind us. That's how hard they were dying at the story. Hilarious. And um, and the producer—a funny story—the producer of that show is um. Jacqueline Marfuji's husband now, Tommy. So oh, really? if you, yeah. So I don't know if you know Jacqueline, the comedian, uh, yeah. very funny chick from New Jersey, and he's also from the East Coast, from Jersey. And it was like so weird that I knew Jacqueline from the Mike scene here in LA. I knew Tommy from that show, and we stayed in touch over the years. And then it just turns out that I don't know how they ever got hooked up. Um, and then yeah, they're married now, which is crazy. So, and still to this day, he goes. He's like, dude, that was one of the funniest segments that we never got to air on TV that I've ever done. He's like, it's just a bummer that we missed out on it. I don't know why they didn't air it. Because like, because at the end I said, don't ever let anybody tell you you're retarded. And they were like, <laughs> we can't, we can't have him say that line. So why didn't they just cut that part? I don't know, because it made the whole story. I thought, I mean, it was the that's the button on the story, right? Don't ever let anybody tell you you're retarded. Uh, yeah. You know, it's just like it was the, it, to me, it was one of the funniest, most innocent things ever. And I was just like, man, you're right. And then I and then I dropped him off. I went back through and started counting up all the money I spent on expensive dinners when I was in my 20s trying to impress women. And I was like, oh, I'm fucking retarded. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the one that, that's retarded. That's, that's what's really the sad thing. It's like, damn, dude, is we really doing retard shit like this and paying for a hundred dollars? dinners and like damn i got a tip now it's one now it's 147 she better yeah. you know i better get a hand job or something on the way home yeah, she better <laughs> she better empty the bag for this kind of money this is and keep in mind you know i was doing okay in my early 20s i was a district manager you know but i was even as a district manager i was making like 50 grand a year that ain't a lot of money like i was making more of more than that when I was Uber driving all those years ago, eight years ago, I was making more money than when that. You're, when you're driving around them tards. Yeah. And so I was just, I, I was thinking the other day, I think I talked to you about this, where I was like, dude, when I was 20, I was an assistant, or no, I was a manager when I was 18. So I guess I was 17, 18. I got my own store when I was 19. But yeah, at 18 years old, I was an assistant manager at a video store making six fifty an hour. I was like, how the fuck was I ever making that amount of money and not sucking dick on the side to pay my bills? 
Yeah, well, you know, because you're not a gay prostitute, but <laughs> I mean, you do a couple of these newsome years, you might be. Yeah, and also I lived in Minnesota, and how do you start up a job as a gay prostitute in the Bible Belt? It's a very difficult proposition. I don't know. I asked Ty Rivera. He seems to pull it off sometimes. <laughs> he can pull it out of anywhere. I feel like you that should be Ty Rivera's reality TV show. It's just him going to towns that you don't think are gay, and he's like, oh, I'll find the fags. I'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, did you see that post that yeah, he posted the other day? And he was just like, can you believe nobody fucked fucks in the alleyway behind a dumpster and they thought I was crazy. I was like, yeah, because nobody wants to step in trash juice to have some butt sex, Ty. <laughs> like <laughs> like oh, alley that, trash juice. Like we're definitely we'll definitely make sure we get Ty Rivera on the next one of these. That'll be fun. That is just uh, insane to me. Well, He's like, how come nobody wants to stand in the dumpster out behind a dumpster? I get fucked. What am I, the only crazy person? Like, yeah. Like, some people like to get out of harm's way, you know? <laughs> well, then you better step away from all those homosexuals. That's pretty harmful, if you ask me. Guy's coming at me with his dick in his hand like he's aiming it at my ass. That feels like I'm directly in harm's way. I don't think I would. I think I'd be more concerned with that than the, the environment around me where I'm like, oh, this place is kind of not that nice. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, what do you want me like? Not every, sorry, not, not everybody wants to get butt fucked in an alley. <laughs> if you're if you're about to get railed in the asshole, and you're just like, oh, I kind of wish it was in a little bit nicer place, you're definitely gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, if you're just like about to take a fucking massive cock in your asshole, and you're like, oh, not here though. <laughs> Super gay. Right? <laughs> oh, not here. Oh, in this place with this wallpaper? No. Yeah. No. I'm sorry. I will not be getting fucked here. <laughs> oh man, what a great, what a great first episode. Um, Big Spit. Before we get out of here, you want to, you want to plug anything? Just tell people to go follow you, Mister Big Spit, on all platforms. All, this, all platforms since they, now. Since they took them away. Yeah. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm in here. I just. At the end of this, I just started growing up shrimp. I'm I was just gonna say, are you cooking food right now? I can hear, I can hear a sizzle <laughs> yeah. in the background. Yeah, man, I got hungry. I, I told you, bro, I was gonna be smoking weed this whole time, and now I'm fucking super strong. Nice. All right, well, we'll get out of here. We'll wrap this one up. Thank you guys for joining. Uh, if you don't subscribe to my podcast, Jankum, uh, go subscribe to it. It's on all the podcast platforms. Uh, you can watch live streams on Rockfin. If you're a member of censored.tv, you can go over there and catch my weekly news show uh, next week tonight. Um, or you can follow me on Locals. You can get the podcasts and the bonus shows there ad-free. Um, and as always, keep following on Twitter. Uh, I'd love to have you in as a super follower. Jump in and, and jump on that. We have one of our super followers in the chat right now, which is cool. Uh, he didn't raise his hand, but that's fun. Uh, yeah, so that's all the plugs, guys. Uh, this will be out on the podcast feed probably in the next day or so. And then we'll do this again. On, there he is. He just hit me to peace emoji. Rain. Rain the human. That's it. Um, so, yeah, we'll do this again Friday. I think we're going to make this like a regular Friday night thing and then just put it out as a bonus show on the locals feed for people who missed it. So thank you guys for tuning into the first one. Have a great night. And uh, if, I, if you don't hear from me again, have a good holiday, everybody. And tune in tomorrow. 
on Rock yes. Man, and we'll be uh, having the uh, Big Uglies uh, live. Uh, you can kind of jump in on that uh, on Twitter at first, and then we move over to uh, Rockfin to the to Rockfin space. All right, cook them shrimp, baby. <laughs> All right, thank you guys. Have a good one. <laughs>